another episode of the wonderful and st- stupid no <laughs> of the mixwitches <laughs> podcast <laughs> the shenanigans they haven't stopped anyway for you guys when this episode comes out it is the end of march we've already made it to the end how how I don't know, man. I, mm, it feels like it shouldn't be the end of March. But the world said, time said, I'm going to flow as fast as possible this year. It's like, you're not helping me. Basically. Anyway. Like, since all of 2020 was squandered, <laughs> how about we super, like, super speed through 2021? It's like, can you slow down? Like, 2020 felt like one whole month, so this year, I'm going to make sure 2021 feels like no time at all. It's like, how about 2021, the new devil? You take a seat, sir, please. Anyway, it's your turn to go first. What are you talking about today? Spiritual ego. Oh. Toxic positivity and spiritual ego. Because we have been stuck in our houses and we're all on Instagram and TikTok, I think it's about time that y'all hear something from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was inspired by a TikTok that I saw. But this is one of those things that's sort of been, like, brewing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to say it. (laughs) I'm going to say it, and I'm going to mean it. Yeah. So, what is spiritual ego? Spiritual ego is a manifestation of the ego through methods of spirituality. For those of us who believe in chakras, spiritual ego is a side effect of an overactive crown chakra, if you remember when I did that. Oh. On top of insomnia or, you know, an imagination or nightmares. You can also have spiritual ego. So, since this is not a subject, I have notes written down because I kind of, I did the journaling thing where you just put all your stuff on paper. Oh. All your thoughts. So I'm kind of like saying what I feel. There's obviously not a a script for this. But the video that I saw, let us start there, was about, I've seen this a lot, about 
Oh, a woman was driving her car. And she was talking about, she was listening to positive affirmation music, which is fine. She was talking about the fact that she doesn't listen to low vibrational music. But when she gets in her car in the morning, she basically is saying she listens to high vibrational music. Uh, and as I, that's fine. I've seen this a thousand and one times. When I was scrolling through the comments, and there was none that caught my eye to where I sat here and got mad. It was just the, the energy. Uh, so I was like, this has to be said. Um, also, there was a video about affirmations by a celebrity, which had to do with loving yourself that I saw earlier than this. But then actually ties into this because I was like, you know what? Throw that in there because that counts. This counts. That's why I said this is not only spiritual ego, but toxic positivity. So I have a question for you, dear listener. Do you believe in the affirmations that you repeat to yourself? Or are you trying to perform mind control as a way to avoid issues such as or your shadow? Wait, you cut out, so you're going to have to repeat that question because you said such as. I know, because my, my, head, like, my, it's my headphones are dying, so it spoke, it told me that they're dying. Oh. I don't, you know what, thank you for telling me that. I always wondered, sometimes when we're done and that, like, we're just chatting, they'll be dying, but I always wonder if that, like, has a sound because it obviously says something in my ears, but I'm like, what does that sound like? Yeah. <laughs> Blank. Blankness. Blank. <laughs> Silence. So. <laughs> do you. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. <laughs> me, I'm just going to go back to my knitting. <laughs> do you believe in the affirmations that you repeat yourself? Or are trying to perform mind control as a way to avoid issues such as your ego or your shadow? It's a question I need you to ask yourself. If it's the latter, is it called spiritual escapism mm. or a form of spiritual bypassing? Don't want you to get scared. These are heavy, but I don't want you to get scared. But they're important because I already talked about social media. It's going to keep happening because this is the world we live in. Yeah. We are on social media. This is a podcast. <laughs> this Talking is about social, social media. media on social media. No. Literally. <laughs> but I, it's, it's important that we recognize that Affirmations and affirmation music, gospel music, frequency sounds, chakra bowls, all become irrelevant when you ignore doing the work. That you can't sit in your house, on your bed, and listen to 250 hertz that says that it will connect you to what have you and think that that's good enough. 
it's also important to recognize that there are no quote-unquote good vibes without bad vibes. I watched a tarot reading where the reader was lovely enough to explain her beyond this, which I won't, I don't remember verbatim, but it was basically this. And I thought it was important that she said it because sometimes funnily enough, her video was about gods and goddesses had nothing to do with this, but it is also one of those situations where you can like, she was acknowledging that it's like, you can have, spirits and guides and what have you that like some of them are depicted darkly but that cannot that doesn't necessarily that's important right it's not a negative it's important which is where she was on her tangent which was interesting and she is right there is no light without dark there's no order without chaos if you read batman this shit gets talked about a lot literally just thought of quote from like night or whole movie that was literally the whole movie (laughs) but it's true because there is no idea you can't have one without the other it's literally how it works but the idea that emotions in opposition to joy and peace are low vibrational will have you convinced that you are doing something wrong for feeling something other than peace. And it will have you convinced that spirit or whatever you call what you believe in is disappointed in you for feeling something other than joy and peace or whatever is considered high vibing. So, I want you to know that if there are times when you're scrolling through social media and though a post you may be seeing is about something like affirmations or witchcraft, which can be generally considered as spiritual and high vibrational, it can be upsetting and make you feel low vibrational because that person could be misleading you or gaslighting you. And if a posters up some feelings for you you need to listen to those feelings we talk about intuition that is literally what that is there's a reason that you're feeling some sort of red flag here so i have a quote i found on pinterest by a gentleman named isaiah hankel oh i don't know him i (laughs) i don't know him But he he said, positivity is not about wearing rose-colored glasses over when the going gets tough. It's about being self-aware and accountable for your emotional state. Because we can be so wrapped up in a world of staying positive that we're ashamed to feel anything else. And know that you telling somebody else or somebody telling you to look on the bright side can be another way of saying conform to my mindset. Mm. Because a lot of people can be, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with unhappy. That if you're feeling some type of way, if you're unhappy or feeling a different emotion other than joy and peace and calm and optimism, that's your problem, right? Like you got to fix that. And that is not okay to treat people that way. So, 
as I was writing this, I realized that this can be a big reason as to why the law of attraction and manifestation can be so difficult. Because you can't fake it and you can't manifest without doing the work. So thinking that you need to keep up being positive and never speak in the negative or be low vibrational and everything will just happen is not true. You can do it fakely. Just doing the the bare minimum of, oh, well, I just need to hear that I'm like never negative. I mean, that's all I got to do. Well, no, <laughs> because it's not in your, you don't mean it. It's not going to happen. Let's say you're trying to manifest more money. There will be days where it's difficult and it sucks, but you still need to do whatever at that is that is getting you that money, like going to a job or going to school or working on your Instagram or what have you. You are allowed to acknowledge that it's hard and that it sucks. That's not going to screw up your manifestation. Because that in and of itself is not, spirit or what have you is not just going to be like mad at you for just saying that it sucks. You can acknowledge that it sucks. sucks. <laughs> because it's true, it can suck. Right. Working out can also suck. That's not going to screw up the fact that you're still going to the gym every because you're, hello, the word. What are the two, I have two buzzwords. Your your headphones are really doing something now. <laughs> and no, I just, I don't want to turn them off. Because I don't want <laughs> what matters most is your intention. Jane and I have said this at least a hundred times on this podcast, and we're going to keep saying it because it is the most important thing. It also makes me harken back to when you were talking about tools and not needing to specifically buy this, that, or the other to perform witchcraft. Because the point is intention. So what I want to recognize is that it is valid to recognize quote-unquote, negative. Because it doesn't necessarily change your intentions. It is just honest. And it's something that, like, I bring it up because I definitely have struggled because you can definitely be convinced that if you're thinking negatively, it can mean that you're not trying hard enough, which isn't true. So, social media will also have you fall in the trap of spiritual materialism, which is feeling like you need to buy a whole bunch of things, which you have already touched on. Right. And I fully intend to talk about materialism in a different episode because that, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Words. I have a bit to say about that. And I fully intended to never talk about materialism, but I've already opened the Pandora's box, so... <laughs> 
uh, have positive toxicity. Literally, I was going to say it backwards. <laughs> I have some examples of toxic positivity that I looked up. For those who are... I'm going to tell you. Rather, I have quotes. This isn't like a conversation. I have individual quotes that someone could say that could be toxic. So, things like, you'll get a... Or, don't be so negative. Or, when people say, good vibes only. Or, always look on the bright side. Or, think happy thoughts. Or, it could be worse. Oh, God, I fucking hate that A lot one. of times... <laughs> Right. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I understand somebody else has it worse in the world, probably. Doesn't change the fact that this is shitty. I literally, tangent, I literally was, in senior year, I literally had that conversation with my dad and Mr. Lee. I literally was said, I don't care that somebody else is having it worse because they're not living my life. And I don't like my situation. So it literally doesn't matter that it could be worse because it sucks right now. (laughs) And I've never changed my mind about that. (laughs) Trigger. That sentence (laughs) was the trigger. (laughs) So, um... If somebody tells you, you went through that because you needed to learn a lesson, that can be toxic positivity in certain contexts. We don't even need to get on that high horse because speaking of changing opinions, my opinion has adjusted on that. But I am Pandora and this is the box. (laughs) You have opened it. Something like, everything will be sorted out in the end. Or, everything is as it should be. Or, forcing yourself to say, I love you to yourself. Or, an aspect of yourself when you haven't reached that point yet. I want some of y'all to sit with that one a bit. Some of y'all needed to hear that one. Felt it. Um, also the everything is as it should be that was actually in the specific TikTok as in the line and it was an affirmation in the song and a couple of people in the comments were thinking the same thing I was thinking they were like no the fuck it ain't no the fuck it ain't Mm -hmm. it is it is this is how it should be not I don't I don't agree with this timeline if it's the case. I was like, I'm glad somebody else said it, because what? I mean, like, <laughs> why Why the fuck would we even be, like, <laughs> discussing everything that we discuss? Everything to do with witchcraft. Why would, why would we have any of that if everything was the way it was supposed to be? Like, right. the, 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 
like the whole point of witchcraft to me is to adjust your reality to the way you want it to be. Like, in the end, that's basically like the whole point of law of attraction. So if everything was the way it was supposed to be, then I wouldn't need to do or want to do this thing. Like, what the fuck? You just got me on a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's interesting because it's just one of those things that the, 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 the deeper we get into this, the, the more you see and hear and what have you. It's just, it's the other thing I can harken this to that we have never touched on, but now that I've opened Pandora's box, there's definitely going to be a few things, is the misconception of twin flames. Mm. There are a lot of things, I, this is the, this is, let, we will finish it here. Because I, this is what, well, I actually have a little other paragraph, but that's, <laughs> it's just extra. Yeah. I can finish this thought here, that there are a lot of things that I already touched on when I was talking about social media, that you will just be convinced because of your benefit of the doubt. I mean this in a positive way, but you will just trust what you hear or what people say, or maybe even trust that uh, somebody who is talking about spirituality or witchcraft or ABCD knows what they're talking about or has your best interest at heart. And it needs to be talked about more that that's not the case. Are they calling themselves a guru or are you calling them that? Because if they're calling themselves that, that's a different can of worms. But it's important. But just be skeptical. <laughs> be skeptical. That sounds like advice you probably should give people, but I'm giving it to people. We don't give it to people at all. Be skeptical of everybody. Honestly, at this point. You don't know who that person is. Let's just be for real. You yeah. don't know who they are and where they came from. Honestly. So, um... I will say, I want to end, that for those who listen to this and are interested in concepts like this or concepts like the inner child or shadow or kundalini energy or like things that are more woo-woo and spiritual, there is a website that I like to go to called lonerwolf.com, and it is run by a couple named Luna and Soul, and they've written some articles about like the idea of enlightenment and how that's been misconstrued, and inner child, which I've read a lot of, and has helped me with my inner child. <sighs> Thank God. Because <laughs> she real sad in there. She real sad in here. <laughs> also, soul loss, which I did a meditation about, which we will probably have another meditation episode later. But that was an interesting meditation. Uh, and they, like, write articles about, like, interesting stuff. Also, okay, I was going to say also basic stuff, but I can't think of any. But I do know that there has to be some basic stuff. I just can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> but, old, uh, like, animal spirit guides, and they have articles about stuff like that also. Mm. I like their website. They have some quizzes, too, that you can take that are cute. I've taken some. So, 
even though spiritual ego was like, oh God, spiritual ego. If you enjoyed the whole idea or it made you go, hmm, that's a good place to look. I understand not everybody is going to like it or want to, but if you do, I got you. (laughs) I'll put you on. I got you. (laughs) They have like a subscription. You can like put your email on there and then they send you emails every day. Good shit, good shit. Good shit. <laughs> I just had to get, just, the Pandora's box has been open, I had to get that off my chest, because I was like, you know what, TikTok, go away. You know what, TikTok, <laughs> somebody needs to uh, talk to you. I was like, no, because it was, you know what it was? It was like, I just don't appreciate, like, maybe being told, like, that I need to sort of change. It is one thing, like, if you're listening to music about, like, Let's say, like, you were listening to music about, like, killing people. That's one thing. But I don't necessarily feel the need that I need to adjust my music in this, that, and the third to, like, be more spiritual. Because that's not necessarily the point. And we really need to stop telling people that. Yeah. That was what, that's what made me feel that way. I was sitting here got mad. I was like, you know what? No. I'm not changing what I listen to. Because it's fine. <laughs> Get out of my I enjoy also, what I listen to. Right, and it, it's also, it's sort of the thing of, is it detrimental to you or not? If you listen to something and you feel negative after listening to it, that is what you need to analyze. But if you feel fine, you don't need to change anything. That's basically the simpleness of it. It's really, as to as a person who listen, you who used to listen to emo music, trust me when I tell you. I know, we know. I don't listen to emo music anymore. Yeah, right. Because it made me want to be sad all the time, and I don't want to be sad all the time. So I know how you how it feels, and I feel like it is not being said. So I said it. What do you have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Segway. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Today. I am going to talk on the history of tattoos. And at the end, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, like, tattoo magic. But only a little bit. There wasn't a whole, whole lot. Uh, most Most of what I looked up was the history of tattoos. And either way, like... Just tattoos in general are a little bit magic to me, but that's just my own opinion. As two people with tattoos. As one person who has five. Five? Eight. You have seven. I have eight. Five? (laughs) You forgot some. Your brain was like, wait. (laughs) Wait, you you might have uh, missed a couple there, bud. Everybody yeah. was like, just five? Just five? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was like, where am I going to start with from that? So, yes, I'm going to start with some info from the Smith uh, from smithsonianmag.com and authoritytattoo.com. In, the, in simplest terms, tattoos are art that we've permanently, mostly permanently, since you can get them removed now, um, inked onto our skin. Tattoos are a part 
of many different cultures and have been around for centuries, like literal centuries. If what I'm about to tell you doesn't blow your mind, I will be very surprised. <laughs> Anyways, evidence of possible ta tattooing tools suggests that tattooing have been around since the upper Paleolithic period, but actual evidence of tattooing, meaning like on people, only dates back to the Neolithic period, 4th millennia BC, specifically between 3370 and 3100 BC. This evidence is tattoos on Otzi, which is um, the Iceman that was discovered in September of Um, they were like 
Tattoos were therapeutic and used as a permanent permanent amulet during difficult times of pregnancy and birth, which is supported by the patterns that were found on the abdomens, breasts, and the top of the thighs of the mummies that they found. So Bess, which is a protector of women in labor, was often tattooed as a small figurine on the top of the thighs, which is close to the hoo-ha, which... <laughs> which just supports the idea that tattoos were meant to protect like women during childbirth and stuff like that. It is also believed that older women in the community would create the tattoos on younger women, but this was not explicitly written. Like we don't have any written evidence of this. Most, most of the stuff for the tattoos we saw in their hieroglyphs, and uh, for, like, their priestesses and stuff. So we have some evidence. We just don't have any written evidence, you know? That's the hard thing about studying civilizations that have been dead for centuries. Anyway. <laughs> In the Samoan culture, part of tradition... Whoa. <laughs> Tattoos have been part of traditional Samoan culture for thousands of years and were a, an integral part of the social culture. The skill was taught from father to son, and traditional tools haven't really changed. So there's still the, um, if I remember correctly, it was boar's tooth and bamboo or palm tree wood or something that they were made out of. The process of doing this traditional form of tattooing takes weeks. And tattooing ceremonies were generally held to mark a younger chief's ascension to a leadership role. This is supposed to represent and celebrate dedication to the culture and to and for great endurance because, you know, it's going to fucking hurt. So what they do for this is they have this mallet and this stick which is the uh, boar's tooth that I was talking about. And they make little cuts in the skin and then press the, uh, I, I want to say it was ash or ink, into the skin over the cut. So you can imagine how that fucking hurt. <laughs> how much that fucking hurt. But people who were not able to endure the pain of getting this tattoo were essentially branded with a mark of shame for not being able to go through with it. Wow. <laughs> it's sort of like, I don't care, you're getting one anyway, brand. <laughs> In um, ancient Greece and ancient Rome, around 5th century BCE, Tattoos were mainly for outcasts, such as criminals, prisoners of war, and slaves, which was meant to show their status. Also, Athenians would tattoo owls on Samians after defeating them, which I don't... It seems very, like, Athena to do that, to be honest. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Uh, slaves were marked to show that their taxes had been paid. 
And then gladiators were also tattooed to show that they were public property. In Peru and Chile, in a pre-Columbian Peru and Chile, they would replicate the same highly ornate and stylized animals and symbols that can be found in their textiles and cloth. And one female figure that they found from uh, Mosca stretches from her abdomen, like her lower, um, her lower torso, abdomen area, to her nether regions, which is, and they have also found evidence of facial tattooing. So they also believe that this was another more evidence that tattoos were used as like protections for women during birth and childbirth and sh sh shit like that. <laughs> for Native Americans, it was common to find extensive facial and body, body tattooing. Of course, this changes depending on your... Um, depending on like the tribe and the area, because Native Americans, uh, they kind of use it as an umbrella term for all these different tribes. And that can cover up a lot of the culture that was in these tribes. But extensive facial tattooing and body tattooing is a common theme that they've seen, I guess. They found six Inuit women from Greenland, which is, they were, they died around 1475 AD. And these women had tattoos of lines along their cheeks and across their chins. And then another body was found, which was 11, 11? Hold on. Another body that was a thousand years old older than them, had dots, lines, and hearts on her arms and hands. For the Moray, Mori, not Moray, Mori, which are the, um, they're from New Zealand. I've talked about them before in some of the other episodes. It was considered a kind of rite of passage and also used as identification. So the head was considered the most important part of the body, and the face was embellished with these elaborate tattoos, or moko. Each tattoo was unique to the person and conveyed their status, rank, ancestry, and abilities. For the women, it wasn't as extensive, but they did still get facial tattoos, and the focus was usually on their, like, around their mouth, nose, and lips. I said mouth and lips, but those are the same thing. You get it. <laughs> and when colonists tried to stop this practice, they continued it in private, of course, because, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> and the most recent uh, practice of this was in 1970. So they continued to do this around their mouths and chins mostly, and they believed this helped prevent their skin from wrinkling and aging. Japan's is a little long, I just realized. Anyway, so in Japan, tattooing originated in the Jomon period and modern styles in the Edo period. Edo? 
Edo, Edo period. They were used as protection and symbols or ornamental designs and varied among tribes and individuals. <laughs> I had to stop and look at it. I was like, what does that say? And varied among That's tribes and individuals according to rank. Samurais also used this as a form of identification in the 16th century, as well as soldiers for better identification when they died on the battlefield because it was common to loot the bodies after uh, the battle was over. In the Ainu tribe in Hokkaido, tattoos were cosmetic and for tribal purposes as well as symbols of religion and sexual maturity. Girls first received tattoos between, between 10 to 13 and continued to receive tattoos until marriageable age. In modern times, which I'm talking about the Edo period here, firemen and laborers continued to tattoo themselves despite the bans on tattooing. And this period also saw the rise of that tattooing among Yakuza, which is gangs, if you don't know that already. But the bans on tattooing were not lifted until 1948. So the bans in China, China, Japan. So the ban <laughs> So the bans in Japan on tattooing started very very early. Because it was like there's a D word that I'm thinking of. It wasn't considered right for society to be tattooed essentially. But because um, Westerners started to come over and more Westerners were uh, tattooed, they tried to accommodate for that, essentially, is what I was reading. But yeah, it didn't get lifted till 1948. So, now I'm going to go into tattoo magic. So this is just, it's very simple. It's incorporating magic into your tattoos. So this can be done in a couple of different ways, which is setting an intent for the tattoo via ritual, enchanting the ink or the artwork, and including sigils in your tattoo, and so on. This site that I was reading, because I was reading um, about tattoo magic on Amino, which is, okay. you know, the pagan community app, yeah. which is also dead now. I want to say I want to say they switched over to a different app. Anyways, they kind of got um I guess the easiest way is to say they got up in arms about like being very specific about your tattoos and so on and so forth. But realistically, the questions that you should ask about getting tattooed for magic purposes are the same questions you should be asking if you're going to get tattooed in general. And the biggest one of that is, do you want this on your body permanently? Because while you can get them removed nowadays, it's going to cost money and it's not going to be a fun time, realistically. There are ways that I've heard that you can use lemon juice, you tattoo back over the tattoo with lemon juice, which, uh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Or you can get it laser removed, which is also expensive. But I'm not trying to get, like, up in arms about this. You can get a tattoo for any reason. It doesn't, it doesn't, nobody else has to be 
included in your reasoning for why you're getting a tattoo. It doesn't have to be some like deep, like spiritual meaning. Um, It doesn't even have to include like a phase of your life. You can just get a tattoo to just get a tattoo. It doesn't have to be about all of that. Like I have the Peter Pan stars, the uh, first star on the right and straight on till morning. I have those stars just because I like Peter Pan. Like I literally have the dot symbol from Batman tattooed on me. Like it ain't that deep, y'all. It yeah, it doesn't have to be all deep. It can if you want it to be. Like, if that's how you want to put your artwork on your body, it can be. But it doesn't have to be. But I mean, some of us like Mario and Yoshi tattooed on them. Like, it ain't even all that. Some, <laughs> listen, somebody has a hanger. I know you've seen the pictures. Somebody has a hanger. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> I'm not going to slander him like that. But they, they have a fucking hanger. It, it like... Nobody else has to know what your tattoos mean. As long as you like your tattoos, as long as you're happy seeing them in the mirror every day, that's all that matters. And you're not culturally appropriate. That too. Yeah, so you can get tattooed for any reason. These reasons, like, so here here are some reasons that I saw for getting tattooed for magic purposes. And that was for, like, celebration of life celebration of whatever the fuck you want to celebrate um protection power healing metamorphosis storytelling those are just some of the few and on top of that you don't have to like make this huge crazy ritual when you're getting a tattoo or if you're doing a magical tattoo like there's already Think about it this way. There's already kind of a ritual behind getting a tattoo because you have to eat and drink water beforehand. You go there. Um, you you have the needle. You have pain. You have ink. You have blood. You have healing. And then you eat and you drink again afterwards. That's kind of besides the fact that blood and pain don't always get intermixed into a ritual like It has the basics makings of a ritual already. Realistically, the only thing that matters is your intent. (laughs) Ryan talked about it already. I'm going to talk about it again. Like, because it's literally the most important thing, y'all. I can't. It really, it really is. If you're getting a magic tattoo, your most important thing is going to be your intent. And if you're like, just getting a tattoo out of nowhere. Well, maybe not even out of nowhere. If you're just getting a tattoo, usually people take time and they consider this tattoo and they're saying, well, do I want this on my body forever? Is this going to mean something to me in a little while? Does it mean anything? Does it have to mean like you go through the whole process of picking an intention for your tattoo without really realizing it. So realistically, you just have to intent (laughs) like with intent choose your intent (laughs) do it purposefully have we said intent have we said it enough today i think (laughs) y'all do like 
If you're doing it for magic purposes, do it purposefully. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I've considered recently getting a magical tattoo. I've thought of, like, leaves, of an evil eye, of a mandala, like... Oh, our one brain cell just working overtime because same. <laughs> just today, it's like it's 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 going. Yeah, it's struggling today. Dad, what was that anime you were showing me with the tattooing? There's an anime my dad was showing me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where they get magical tattoos. Oh. Well, because I was thinking of it the whole time you were talking, <laughs> and I couldn't think of it. And I was like, I swear to God, I gotta, he's, I gotta ask. Because there's a whole scene. Because it honestly made me want to get a tiger tattoo. Oh. Because <laughs> she gets a tiger tattoo. Oh. It, it's called, it, it's called uh, Crying Freeman, and it's old. Oh. That's saw in Japan. Also. So, because I'm here at the Tiger, that's all I'm going to and that's all I could think. It's just, and now I want magical tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have suggestions. <laughs> Good. Besides, like, a Vive or a Mandala or an Evil Eye. Some other suggestions for magical tattoos that you could include into your tattoo design or get by themselves are runes, um, tarot cards. Like, I have the uh, Ten of Wands on the back of my arm from Maggie Steve Otter's Raven Cycle tarot deck. I love it. It means victory. And I got it right after I got off my first deployment. And that was the whole point. Other things that you could get are moon phases or a planchette. You could also get um, a pentacle or a sigil of your own design. Or a triple moon goddess. Like, there's no end to the ideas that you could get for a magical tattoo. It also makes me think of that semicolon tattoo that was going around for suicide oh yeah that's another that's not mad i mean obviously that's not but like the intent behind it makes me think like bro that's a magic tattoo yeah <laughs> y'all are doing that with intent that's called magic that's called magic <laughs> but yeah like i will i'm gonna i'm gonna say it over and over again because it really pisses me off every time I go home and I have a new tattoo and my family has something to say about it or my family's like well what what does that mean why did you get that or whatever they have whatever have you nobody like how do I say this you don't have to give anybody an answer like it can be personal for you you can explain it to them but in the end, as long as it's important to you or, like, you like it, it really doesn't matter what else anybody else has to say. It really doesn't. And I'm, like, in this mindset recently a lot. <laughs> so you're probably going to hear me start saying it more and more often. 
but nobody nobody is entitled to your truth nobody is entitled to anything you might have to give them nobody <laughs> it ooh, i feel so strongly about this right now like i'm getting all <laughs> i'm getting chuffed up about it uh but that's what I have for magic magic tattoos. That's what I have for tattooing, period. I really want to What what media do you have besides that anime you just randomly talked about? <laughs> Because it was just, because I literally like the scene where she's getting tattooed, like the whole time you were talking, all I could think of. It makes me think of House of Night, to be honest, because Zoe always ends up with more and more tattoos every fucking book. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what I'm going to anyway. talk about, but. <laughs> well, I didn't intend to talk about tattoos because that's not my topic, um, but I wanted to talk about, funnily enough, when I was browsing our topics. Into the woods. Uh, uh. Because for some reason when I was thinking like toxic positivity and spiritual ego, although not spiritual ego, but into the woods because the whole movie is about subverting the whole Disney thing. The fact that Disney had the balls to do it, <laughs> I don't talk about that enough. The fact that Disney had the balls to like call themselves out on their own shit. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> it's literally about like... It, 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 I don't actually... I don't even want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil it for y'all. It's also a play, so you can just, if, you don't, if you're not down for watching the movie, you could probably find the play. But Into the Woods is basically about the fairy tales and then putting them in what would actually happen, to be honest. And I appreciate it because it is that kind of idea of toxic positivity. If you're cynical, that's probably why you don't like Disney movies, right? Because it's a little bit of a lie. You're not here for the lie. Into the Woods is about subverting the lie, sort of saying, yeah, it is bullshit. You're right. You're right. That's not how it would go down. And it mixes some of the stories together because I know there's a little bit of Riding Hood in the Wolf, which actually Disney doesn't have a movie about, but that's in the, Into the Woods. Cinderella is in it. There's a baker and his wife. Rapunzel. And it takes all these stories and changes what you know about him. The music is also very good. And anytime oh my I God. Up, start singing agony. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Agony. <laughs> <laughs> just them ripping open their shirts. Agony. <laughs> agony. It's so why is that you know what? That's not even the best song, but why is that so good? It's so iconic. <laughs> Because it's that one line, honestly. It's like a joke on toxic masculinity. Oh. That's... It's a good... That's it. <laughs> it does the whole... You know what it does? Hmm. I actually think it does the concept of what would you want to marry somebody you don't know better than Frozen. I'm going to have y'all convinced that I don't like Frozen, and that's not true. But <laughs> I just think Disney got a lot of praise for Frozen when Disney kind of did Frozen in other movies a couple of times. So, 
but that was, you know, the whole Cinderella being like, bro, why do you want to, why do you want to marry a prince that you don't even know? And she was like, Cinderella was like, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right, though. Oh my god. No, I can only re- I I just remember that scene when Anna Kendrick is in the carriage after um getting married to Prince Charming and she looks out and there's the the baker's wife and the baker with their new baby and she was like she wasn't pregnant the last time I saw. Her. Oh yeah, like the, okay, the movie it's is confusion. good about like It's very good about like you think you know what's going to happen and you're wrong. And then you're wrong, yeah. And you're wrong. So, it has some big names. You just said Anna Kendrick. It has Emily Blunt. It has uh, Meryl Streep. Uh, Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. I was like, who the fuck are the dudes? <laughs> uh, it has... Gordon, uh, 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 <laughs> that's name. Oh, my God. I said, you're just, oh, my God. And Meryl Streep's song, when she's singing to Rapunzel and trying to get Rapunzel to stay in the tower it, it, it is my favorite song. It's a good musical. Just watch it. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it is. But it is very good about the whole kind of like honestly toxic positivity and toxic masculinity and, and, and these ideas of what you think should happen in the whole fairy tale. Oh, Johnny Depp plays a wolf for two seconds. Uh, what you think should happen and what's going to actually happen because we don't live in a fairy tale. And it's good. It's good. It's good. The music's good. It's good. What do you have? Uh, I was trying to... (laughs) What is that big sigh? (laughs) I was trying to come up with an idea of something that has to do with tattoos. But I completely drew a blank. I'm still completely drawing a blank. Well, I have an idea. What's your idea? Besides the anime. What's your idea? Moana. Do I know it? Moana makes me think of the tattoos because of her grandma. Oh my god, you're right. I was thinking about Moana the entire time I was doing the... <laughs> you right. Oh my god! And 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 uh, Maui with his he tells the stories on his body with the tattoos. Oh my god! You're right. Oh my god, Moana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said Pocahontas originally, and I was like, who has tattoos in Pocahontas? Her um, betrothed does, and I completely spaced on that. She does too. Oh, yeah. oh my god. She does too. Huh. Disney. Oh, yeah. Disney said, y'all want tattoos? We're going to get all the little kids to get tattoos. Well, shit. Let's talk about that instead of what I was going to talk about because mine didn't have anything to do with <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Why do I feel... Was there tattoos in Brother Bear? Because um, I feel like there should have been, but I don't remember. I want to say yes. I want to say <gasps> that the old had tattoos? had tattoos on their face. Who? The Atlanteans in Atlantis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Disney said tattoos. Disney said, you want historical accuracy? Kind of historical accuracy? We'll give you tattooed natives. That sounds 
I, I had to hesitate because I didn't want to say that word because that has negative connotations. But the Atlant- enough, but Atlanteans aren't Native Americans. They're just natives. They're, well, they're, yeah, they're, they may or may not be real depending on what you believe in. So Anyway, all of those, like, <laughs> all of those. Watch Atlantis. It's so good. It's so good. Moana does go, like... Moana does kind of dive into the history, not the history history, but like mildly slides over the top about <laughs> like tattoos in Samoan culture. And that's really cool. Okay, wait. It's not wrong. That's what I'll say. <laughs> like it's not deep, but it's like, it's not wrong. Yeah. They do, they do talk about like her grandmother's tattoo and they yeah. do have that small scene where that one guy is pissing and moaning while he's getting his tattoo, which and then yeah, uh, the fact yeah. that there was only one person there is historically inaccurate because you have to have two people to do the process mm-hmm. of getting that tattoo. You have to have one person to hold the stick in the hammer, and you have have to have one person to put the pigment into the skin. And then it does go into talking about Maui's, like, the history on of Maui's tattoos, which, like, historically, that's what a lot of tattoos were for, were for your, like, coming of age and when you made great progress. And so, I say progress, but it's, like, accomplishments is what I meant. It makes sense. Watch Moana. Another good I've Disney watched. movie. Watch Moana. Disney went on it's like Disney Day. yeah. Disney went on like a whole thing about princesses not marrying at the end of the movie, and it's great. I love all of those movies: Brave, Moana, I know. I know. fucking Frozen. I love all of them, but they did go on a weird tangent about it. <laughs> it was. It, it kind of felt like they were sort of like. The squeaking wheel gets the oil. It was like they were appeasing people. Oh, yeah. Us young ladies kept complaining about it so much that I, it does kind of feel like they went, oh, my God, fine, shut up. <laughs> fine, you <laughs> have it. Here, have all the princesses that are not going to get married at the end. Dear God. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm back. To be fair, we were making a really important point because we had all no, these movies – where all these princesses just fell in love randomly and got married at the end, but we never had movies about the women who didn't want to do that. And that wasn't that's important too. Like, I would not be surprised if Merida at the end of everything just chose somebody to make a baby with, but didn't ever marry them. <laughs> like I don't know. It, it it is an important narrative that they gave us, and I I, I it appreciate was it. Yeah, I appreciate it because that was my mindset too. Before I've come to terms with the fact that it's okay to want those things. I'm not any less for wanting to be married and wanting to have kids at the end of the day. You know how, like... I agree with the, the the idea that you shouldn't 
you should get to know somebody. That too. I agree. That too. You should just marry someone just because, or just because you feel like you should, or whatever. Like, or just because you're lonely. Right. A bit of a tangent, but I kind of feel like that's why I love Princess and the Frog so much. They really did fall in love at the end. Like they hated each other. They hated each other. <laughs> I love Princess and the Frog so much. Ugh. Off on a Disney. You know, what, honestly, though, a little bit of a tangent too. I actually think Aladdin doesn't get enough credit for that, but Jasmine was so headstrong that I think it was like, you know, she wanted to marry Aladdin. There was nothing accidental about that. She went, nope, this one. Yeah, no, sure? honestly. Yes, I'm absolutely positive it's this one. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> also, I love the fact that, like, she, like, she just didn't cave, you know? Because she was about, yeah. she, she was, like, looking at him. She's like, no, fuck you. Like, he had to work for it. <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't like, you cute and all, but what else are you? Also throw in the pile, Hercules. Oh, my God. He absolutely had to work for her. He had to work for Meg. <laughs> but the thing was, is Hercules is such a himbo, though. <laughs> like, he's such a, like... Uh, I remember somebody wrote an article about how respectful he was of her. Because yeah. she tried to seduce him so much, and he just wasn't biting the bait. But that was what made her fall in love with him. Right. Because oh, he was he never bit the bait. He never... Yeah. He wasn't like every other dude. He was so respectful of her. He reminds just me... Like, you know what? Can I have that? <laughs> no, honestly. He reminds me of, like, a Great Dane puppy. <laughs> no, seriously. He is the Golden Retriever boyfriend. Yes! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she's like, he's an idiot, but he's my idiot. He's an idiot, but he's mine. <laughs> I want that. Oh, same, bro. Aww. Like, if I could get wow. a mix of that and a mix of Princess and the Frog, I think I'd be happy. Oh, if anybody else. <laughs> because there's similarities. Strong, independent woman and an idiot. <laughs> you know, all my favorite couples, to be honest. <laughs> A strong, independent woman and an attractive, charming idiot. Yes. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I actually didn't realize, it's funny, it's like I didn't really realize how many Disney movies have tattoos in them. We really were just set up to get tattoos. It's Disney's fault. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind I'm gonna have to watch Brother Bear again because I really don't remember if anybody know, in that had tattoos I, I really want to say that the elders had facial tattoos I just want to watch Brother Bear again oh you're right you're right to, to be honest to, to, to be dead serious <laughs> I want to watch a lot of movies again but Brother, Brother Bear is I top know. of the list <laughs> No, literally everything. Every episode, I feel that way. I was talking to my coworker yesterday about, um, like, I was in the bath and I was talking to them about rewatching The Greatest Showman because they've never seen it. And I was like, how? <gasps> what? They've never seen it. But they're not like big musical fans, so I was like, okay, this is fine. But we're gonna have to watch it. So, bro, bro, I was listening to it in the bathtub because I was doing my um, fan fiction chapter for this this week and I included two songs from that in the chapter 
I think you can guess which ones because you know the characters. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> so good. All of just, just watch the, movies. You, just watch Disney. Why do I feel like the Why do I feel like the ancient people in Ice Age also had tattoos? Bro, now that I'm looking, I, I'm trying. I'm looking at Brother Bear to see if I can see anything, but looking at it is making me think that I think the people in Ice Age. Bro, That's I don't think Disney. I got to that movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't remember people re- in Ice Age at all. Well, because I'm because well, this little snipper right here, brother, has a little child on it, and this child looks like the baby from Ice Age. Oh, oh, I yes, remember, like, I remember now. You, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the brief snippets of the people, like I think some of them had tattoos. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the elders and Brother Bear have tattoos. This old lady definitely has markings on her face. Oh, yes, 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 because they, the the um the lines across the chin. Somebody had liners, lines across their chin. But, oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> watch Brother Bear. Holy <laughs> Watch Moana. Watch Brother Bear. Watch Pocahontas. Watch Can we just have, like, a Native American weekend? Oh man. oh man can i get- oh my god and when we did history of religion we asked mrs lee if she would if we could watch brother bear she just said no rude rude no literally that has so much religion in it <laughs> that's why we asked because we were doing the the uh, like the polytheistic religions like the na- native type religions and we were like oh can we watch brother bear and she was like no Wow, Mrs. Like, Lee, fuck you. <laughs> no, literally, like, bro, why? <laughs> Man. Uh, anyway. Well, if you want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram just by looking up Mixed Witches Podcast. You can also shoot us an email, mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at, um, at no, on Society6. <laughs> at mixes, Mixed Witches Podcast, or you can go on over, like, slink on over, whatever kind of verb you want to over, <laughs> to our site, which is mixedwitchespodcast.squarespace.com. Come have a conversation with us. We like to talk. What tattoos do clearly. you have? Yeah, what tattoos Tell do you have? Tell us about your tattoos. I've got a giant bee. What tattoos do you have? Oh, my, you do. I know. You just. My big old bee. I love them. Anyways, hope you guys got something, got some information, have more things to think about. Because. Got some more movies to watch. Oh, all the movies to watch. And I hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. When you were young, our minds were getting faded. Did not appreciate all that they created. We're chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Thinking more, but doing less. Keeping score, but failing at the test, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. After that witch's brew You've got nothing better to do 
Cause you're sailing down Easy street again Damn X marks the spot Or is it all Getting high then Feeling so low Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Damn, 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 damn,